All right, uh, welcome to the Eric J. The Great Podcast Show. Got a, a special guest on the show today. Uh, Hip hop group, really bad people. Uh, how are y'all doing today? I'm great, man. Living the life. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Just another day. Just uh, taking it day by day. So uh, we'll start off by playing one of your songs, and then we'll get into the questions. Sounds good. uh the rock star song by really bad people if you never heard that song go check that out on youtube uh, that was one of the first songs i uh listened to when i um when y'all uh, manager first uh contacted me when i went to y'all guys uh youtube channel right. yeah i hope you enjoyed it uh it was definitely fun making that one it's kind of the one that everyone knows us by for right now you know so we're kind of trying to just run with that and Keep putting out these new ones for now until we can match up back up to that scale you know what i mean for real, yeah. For real. yeah absolutely uh that that song kind of reminds me of uh trying to think of uh what's that guy name um uh, uh it gives me that uh who, what's that artist's name he made that song roxanne yeah yeah arizona's her base yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite artists. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that gives me that type of vibe. I like that. Yeah, he's we definitely an influence that. of mine, bro. Yeah. He's definitely an influence of mine. I've, I, I definitely uh, have been tapped into his music for a long time. Right. Yeah, that, we definitely that, tried to make something that was uh, kind of like a mainstream radio song, but it also had like, you know, rap verses that you wouldn't probably hear on the radio on it too just kind of like a genre blend it's kind of a lot of what we do for real we all make different types of music and then just try to mash it together okay yeah man uh yeah i like that happy upbeat type of uh music so so first off man uh where you guys from and uh how old are y'all springfield missouri i'm 25 25 I'm gonna be 29 in a week. Okay. Yeah, as old, you know. 
<laughs> and uh, no, man. And what's you guys' names and uh and um like your real names and your rap names individually? Uh, my name is Kenyon. My rap name's Chaos. K A Y O S S. I'm Cody. I go by Key Codeine. No, I'm Christian. I go by Ten Dollar. Okay. And uh, what 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 inspired um what inspired you guys rap names individually and what inspired the uh the rap name really bad people as a group? Hard go for real, just like hard times when I was young as when I was young doing some crazy shit for real. <laughs> like I've done a lot of you know, I like my fair share of the party favors and sh- you know, but uh I think that's probably coding is probably like the closest call I've ever had. So like with like being in trouble. So I definitely uh my name's Cody, C O D E Y. And uh I don't know, after after that like scary incident, I just was like because I was trying to figure out my name, but like that seemed I didn't want to be like little anything, but I was like, I'll be kid codeine just had like a certain you know what i mean and it made sense so i was like all right this is what i'm gonna stick with all right okay yeah uh i don't really have like a cool story for mine i kind of just accidentally just (laughs) picked it my name started with a k i didn't really know i didn't really want to go with my normal name i was going by that for like a year and a half and then kind of just came out in a song one day and then i was like i'll just i'll run with that and switch it now before it's too late so Okay. Yeah. Not really special with mine. I wish there was something badass I could say every time, <laughs> but like it's the most mediocre. Like I just pick one. <laughs> yeah. type thing, you know? At least you didn't pick it out of a rap generator. Right. Rap yeah. Generator. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I just picked a word that I thought was necessary. It's you know? a good word. Yeah. Uh, my last name is Tyndall. So if you added an A to the end of it, it would sound like ten dollar. And like I, I started rapping in like 2010. So like I don't know I I don't even know if 50 Cent was like even big then but I was I don't know I was trying to make like funny rap and I thought that'd be a funny name and uh then just started to get a little fan base and I was like fuck I can't change it now (laughs) I fucking hate it like I hate it now like fucking what 12 years later just like fuck but (laughs) I mean but you know that's I'm glad that we have the really bad people name now. So like I don't I can just say, oh, I'm in this group, really bad people. I don't have to say like ten dollar because the people usually laugh. I usually just say ten now. And like people say just think I'm it. saying Tim. So I just don't think Timothy. that. Yeah, his rap name's Tim. Mm. But uh the really bad people name, I don't know. I I think me and you were talking about it at the old studio one day. And it's just yeah. like we started with a lot more members, kind of dwindled it down to who was um, just working, you know what I mean? And people that weren't working just faded off eventually. So we we're trying to think of something that was a lot more of a group name than, you know what I mean? Just four and then three, because um, there was like six of us at the time. And we felt like, I don't know, everybody else was kind of like trying to find some way to call themselves really bad people in their names without just saying they're really bad people. So we just thought it'd be kind of a play on words to just yeah literally just say it the most blunt form you can you know what i mean so it's kind of just where we are you know what we landed on yeah okay 
So um, um, describe um, the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your hometown and uh, and each of you guys individually just kind of describe the struggles and stuff, uh, things you had to endure coming up as a kid, things like that. I like I moved to Springfield a few years ago, so I uh, I'm from like a small town called like Sparta. I think he's really the only one who's from here. So I mean, my small town didn't really have shit. No one liked hip hop. No one did anything like that. I lived in a trailer. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's just like it was a environment that for some reason just never clicked with you know what I mean what I liked and what I did. So I kind of moved out when I was 18 and moved up here to the city. You know what I mean? But this is what I would call home. And when I think of Springfield, I think of just music. Like I'm so like so engulfed in the scene that like I'm, there's so many people here that make music that I feel like it's overlooked because we're right between Kansas city and St. Louis. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's a huge hip hop hub right here because everyone that's from those two towns kind of end up falling in this area. You know what I mean? Eventually. So it's a, you know, we definitely got good, good ass Chinese food and we got good hip hop that no one knows about right now, <laughs> in my opinion. But man, cashew chicken was invented here. So definitely Chinese food all the way for sure. I'm from uh, El Dorado Springs. It's a small town. And like my parents were born and raised there. Their parents were born and raised there. It's a small town. Like, and the drugs there is really bad. Like it's a, it's a place like you either end up working there at a plant in like a nearby town or you end up living on the other side of 54 highway, like on the downtown area, like doing some kind of drug. Like it was just, it's definitely bad. Like meth's terrible here in Missouri. Like it's probably like the 417 is like one of the cap, like the meth capital of the world. Like it's bad here. I don't know like factually, but I feel like Bro. it is. Man, well, they used real. to call it, they used to call meth 417. Yeah, like it's it's the literally it. a term for it. Like our area yeah. code is is a slang for meth. The so, white is rough around these parts. For real, for real like you you've got you've got like hillbilly gangs. It's like spray painting the inside of abandoned buildings. 417, like all types of crazy shit. So like you either and music wasn't a thing there. So like I actually caught a scholarship in school to go to Sedalia for music and shit but like I didn't know how to fucking read tabs or count or do like read notes or anything like that I did play everything by ear and did everything by ear but I went there learned a little bit and then just like dropped out moved to Springfield and then like probably like within the last five years we like just slowly made a name for myself all of us individually made a name for ourselves, and then we just like <clears throat> had the same goals and the same drive for shit. So we just kind of fucking linked up. Yeah, I mean, Springfield is, uh, I don't know, like a hub for like everybody talks about crackheads here because like there's just crackheads <laughs> everywhere walking around, like for real. It's just a thing that you just get used to. Um, I almost hit one today at work. Like yeah, you know, like <laughs> yeah, and like walk right out in the middle of the street, and I'm like, "Why are you?" She's just like, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." Just gotta move along. <laughs> but on the good side of it, the music scene is growing here. Uh, 
we don't get like huge acts that come here, but like I mean, we get some though. Yeah, some, yeah, dude, dude, bro. I, I mean, like I on. mean, like huge mainstream. Bro, Stunner for Vegas was here. Yeah, Waka Flocka came through. Little Skies just came through. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like we get MGK get normally stops here once a year at the yeah, Deloitte. Played, yeah, like I guess yeah. Childish Gambino came through. We had Ray Schremer. Like Juice, that's what I'm saying. Like Juice people yeah. be coming through here. This is like, growing for sure. Dude, yeah. the, the talent that's here is is absolutely like set. Like people need to tap in because some people here got some shit going on. Like, oh well, yeah, our borders keep increasing too as people from other cities are coming here. For real, just to look, just start their it. career musically. Like, like these guys, a lot of the people that have come here, like have were not like born here. Yeah, they just come here to either they're from a smaller town or they're from a city that's too big i knew i could do shows on the regular here, here <clears throat> and get to a point where you can sell them bitches out once once a month mm. so and it's like unless you're going to kansas city or st louis because like in missouri springfield is like springfield st louis and kansas city is literally a triangle like those two cities are bigger but a lot of the people that like want to escape uh, gang violence or poverty from Kansas City or St. Louis, they'll take their families to Springfield. Yeah. So Springfield's kind of been a hub for like, you know. Yeah, it's like a, a mixed cultural hub because there's so many different types of people here too. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it's right by the border of Oklahoma. You go to Joplin and you're in Oklahoma. I'm sure it's just like that everywhere else, but there's lots of places that like aren't even like English speaking like businesses and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I love going into like that hispanic food market uh i think it's right off national but it could be glenstone yeah. but it's like little places like that are so sick to just kind of experience and not have to just be stuck in the same you know what i mean like really? revolving environment of like fast food joints and stuff because there's actual things to experience right so uh did um all of you guys have uh two parent households growing up and any uh siblings uh i had a my parents split up when I was like five. Uh, my dad was a huge musical influence. It was a little rough in, in my main household, my stepdad and my mom and shit. But like my main, like my mom sang like a bird. But and my dad played guitar and jazz in a jazz band, and we'd go to all kinds of festivals and shit when I was super young and shouldn't have been there. But like that was a huge musical influence. But like yeah, definitely didn't have like my main two my main two parents there but yeah shit was shit was pretty rough over there at my mom and my and my, and my stepdad's crib for real mine's almost literally exactly the same my parents split when i was like six maybe seven my dad went to prison when i was maybe like nine or ten so i lived with my mom and my sister's dad and it wasn't necessarily the greatest but my mom did the best so like i'm thankful for that you know what i mean and my dad got out when I was like a teenager so we kind of like rekindled knowing each other a little bit but I don't really see him very often like he lives in Mexico so it's just like I kind of really just had like my mom and like my grandma for the most part you know what I mean growing up okay yeah I'm, uh my parents are split up too and uh they both got remarried but I mean uh I was pretty lucky I mean, they both got along and uh, like for my birthday every year, they would both get together and take me to Branson or something like that. So that was dope. Um, as far as musical influence, my 
dad was in a band, my uncle, my other uncle, uh, both my other stepdads were in a band. So And they all shred. Yeah. And so uh that's all that that's what's been such a blessing is because I feel like if I was in another environment, uh they would probably think I was wasting my time or something like that. But they supported I think, you know, all yeah, dead ass like yeah. Like where we're sitting right now, like they put this place together, this badass fucking studio, yeah. put this place together and shit. Like they're they're uh, that's something. Like my parents, they don't really support this shit like that at all. You know, like they do, they're just like, you should be doing other shit. <laughs> yeah. But twenty five, a lot of the skills that I have at this age revolve around this, like making music doing performances doing the hard shit you know you gotta do you gotta a lot of people don't understand is how much time how much shit you've got to sacrifice like time is the big one fuck bro there's i mean it is like the nice thing about having if you do have parents that are like accepting of it because it's like shit my dad fucking wrote songs his old life and play guitar and shit so it's like he understands that it's not just like Oh, we're just trying to do this, and like we're putting minimal effort out. Like he struggled, yeah, and it's like, their oh, fault I'm doing you know this shit. Like, <laughs> it's their like, fault yeah. I'm doing this shit. They well, shouldn't have told me I should be doing this shit. And then you know, fucking here we are, man. It's just like you gotta, yeah. you gotta take some bullet, you gotta take some bruises, you gotta fucking fall on your ass multiple, multiple times. Well, get you gotta fucked over, spend money where you shouldn't spend money. Just learn. You gotta treat it like a business. Like if you don't like have a strategy or have a plan like it's gonna fall and you're gonna go out of business but that's what we try to treat it like a business is like cool making music is making the songs are like 50 percent. the other 50 percent is like how the fuck are we gonna get people to listen to us and hear us because the the music game like even the rap game is oversaturated anybody can be a rapper now like anybody, like we say that, bro. That's why we you just have, gotta find we your have, core. We have you so have to much find fun doing audience. this shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that's what most people don't do oh, is they just take the songs and they drop them, yeah. and then that's it. There's no plan. Like, so we try to, we try to just stack up music, and then whenever we drop something, have a little bit of a plan on how we're gonna push that and make sure to get our money's worth of it. Yeah. So, uh, what were some activities y'all was into as kids? You know, dude, <laughs> I was like such a, I, I had like such a, I had such anxiety as a kid and shit. And I did not want to do, I didn't even tap into the, like, I was singing and doing stuff behind closed doors for a long time. But like, I didn't even start hitting the stage, like doing stuff in front of people until like junior year of high school. I was so, always just like a drama geek, so it's like I was just doing like poetry and plays and shit, you know what I mean, like my whole life. Like I had that speech and debate, read poems all year, every mm-hmm. year, as long as I can remember, and so it's like, I don't know, I just kind of transpired that Damn. into this. I've kind of just been rapping forever, you know what I mean, just not like with over a beat, so now I'm just doing it over a beat, so it's easy. That's what, like, I, I, was like, doing. I went to state in high school for poetry and stuff. So it's like, I, I, don't know, I was constantly just reading poems. You know what I mean? So it's like, I did show it. choir, singing and dancing senior <laughs> year of high school. For real. I mean, like, <clears throat> like I didn't do choir the whole time. 
and our choir teacher, we had a small school, so everybody knows everybody. And I was singing all the time. And Mr. Allen Ball was the teacher there. And he was like, dude, I will literally like, I don't know what you want me to do. You don't even have to try out. Just do show choir your senior year. I was graduating. And I, I was like, you don't have to do that. I'll try out. So I went and tried out. He let me in. And then it was like, I don't know. We was just on stage. And that was, I was hooked. I was definitely hooked. It was just, it was like, yo, I'm going to have to figure out a way to do this as a, as a living because I, I would like die before I stop doing this shit for real. Like I'd definitely croak over before I stop hitting the stage. This, this has to be a full-time career. So I, I, I made like, uh, I, I was in speech and debate, but I also, I feel like I was like one of the first people not one of the first, probably one of the first thousand people that was like making videos on YouTube. Like I, I just like doing art, whether it's like did a bunch of debates and shit. Yeah. Like they were hilarious. Don't go look them up. They yeah. were hilarious. Don't go look them up, but they're cringy as fuck. Uh, but like, yeah, middle school, like all of us would just get back together after school. I had like the video camera with like the tape cassette in it and we would just like make stuff and I'd go edit them and but I've always just like doing artistic things whether it's like writing or drawing or making videos and I think that's kind of why I got into making music too because it's like one of the first things that people actually paid attention to and so I was like fuck it but yeah I mean besides that I was one of the first guys in my school to actually get a car so I just drove her drove everybody around and drank and that's <laughs> <laughs> mostly what it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, wrecked a Shit. couple cars, you know. Not me. Nothing's changed about this man if you uh, guys are wondering. Well no, the thing is is I never wrecked any car because I would just I never liked driving, but I had a car so I would just let everybody else drive. And yeah like right. they didn't have a license or whatever and they just wanted to drive a car and I was like fuck it like i don't i hate driving you bitches around everybody's screaming in the car but just like music so loud but yeah you're gonna go to your reunion so bad (laughs) not for real (laughs) yeah i don't i never hung out with any of those guys i don't think they'll be at my reunion Right. So, uh, who who are some of you guys' favorite artists, uh, growing uh, growing up? Like, who what what were some of the uh, music artists y'all looked up to? And, hmm. I oh man, like uh, not even hip hop because I was like before before I was like really into doing hip hop music. I was like doing Ed Sheeran type shit. Like, I had an acoustic guitar, and I was playing, I was writing my own songs, so, like, dude, all the way from, like, Johnny Cash to, like, Michael Jackson to the Steve Miller Band to uh, all the way to Stevie Nicks to uh, 90s punk, like, Sum 41, Green Day, like, I really don't have a, you know, I even like some country music, but, like, hip-hop influence really got me, like, Bro, when the Migos dropped their first album, I was, like, tapped in before they was even famous. Me and my buddy Kellen was, like, listening to their shit. And then they dropped 
their second album and then they went to go drop their third album and they said that it was canceled on twitter and then they like dropped it immediately like when they said it was canceled for no reason migos and then young thug was probably like like thug like his whole facade of everything he did was fucking just one not afraid to just say fuck you and everything that you want me to be and then do his own sound and the melodies and stuff because like that's where i really come in clutch is with the melodies and shit and like from thug he just was able to switch the shit up and i've listened to so much of of all their their whole line of music so like they're definitely a huge influence i i don't know man i really just kind of always been a hip-hop head when i was younger like the carter three was the shit to me like yeah. i knew every word of that yeah. like i probably forgot yeah. it by now I didn't even say that but, but yeah, i swear to god you maybe toss me on too. the carter three i might be able to sing 70 percent of it at this moment you know what i mean it's just like i don't know that was you know let's play right now Fun i found you know mac miller when i was younger too which i thought was awesome because it's so like i could you know relate to in this industry um when i got older i really started to dig deeper into more like the lyrical stuff like j cole kendrick you know what i mean but my, my personal favorite is like action bronson you know what i mean i like that that old school that new york sound like wu-tang bronson stuff like that now that i'm you know older whatever that'd be his number more, one but, collab for real but <laughs> Lil Wayne, man, I, I gotta give like Lil Wayne and T Pain. Like, I don't think I would enjoy music right now as much as I did. Swear, as like bro, my man. age of people, like Lil Wayne and T Pain were dominating Pain. everything. And it's just like, I got the T Pain app, and me and my homies would be in our room and we would just be doing Bruh. stupid stuff on the T Pain app. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, my first ever for t- time recording ever was I was just spitting a milli on audacity over a rock band mic in my homie's like closet so it's just like i gotta give it to to wayne and t-pain for show being my early early influences of being like wow this is the coolest shit i've ever heard my whole life you know oh yeah bro yeah. change it for me t-pain i feel like it's fucking underrated till this day dude. and nelly too because like, like we grew up in missouri so it's like i didn't even realize until i was older that nelly was fucking from here like i just heard him so much growing up that like i, I don't know it was just almost irregular and then i was like wait shit nelly's like three hours away you know what i mean type shit so that's another person i felt like when i was younger that it was like damn i, I didn't realize you know what i mean like why yeah like popping in this a lot of, like missouri for some reason isn't like a hub for this shit but so many fucking people come out of here dude rich the kids from fucking st louis like i mean Tech fuck, dude like there's so much shit going on here. And, and yeah, Smino's a huge influence in like my oh music. Oh my god! Now. I dude. think he's, I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's got you know like, like the influence doesn't stop. I still find stuff, artists sure. today that influence me in my music. So it's definitely not a one-stop shop. Fucking, I'm I try to constantly be keep listening to new music. So I'm still bumping that old shit. I ain't gonna lie, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, staying relevant's a big thing, and like, there's some artists out here that fucking just refuse to do it, and there's some artists that do. Like, Lil Wayne was just like, <clears throat> he was asked how to to stay relevant. He's just like, man, instead of hating on these motherfuckers, figure out what, figure it out, because this is just what yeah. people want to listen to, and if people want to listen to this, move. It's feng shui. Like, be with it. And if you're not, then just like hop off the boat because like your ship has sailed. But if your ship hasn't sailed, you're gonna 
can mend with it, you're gonna figure out a way. So definitely. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, before these two girls got to Gavin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we can say that on here, but <laughs> fuck, fuck. we said fuck like a thousand times <laughs> in this whole thing. All right. Feel free to say fuck. But yeah, like yeah, Wayne and Mac Miller were the two guys that kind of really got me into it because I mean I mean I would say Eminem too but it, it feels the same way as kind of saying Wayne Wayne is just amazing and just like especially whenever I first started it's just like no one had ever heard anything like that before uh before that it was just like all the stuff that Cody was saying I was into like Green Day and some 41 and Blink-182 and uh like pop punk bands and stuff like that but once I heard those Mac Miller and uh Lil Wayne and Eminem like I I knew there was like a whole another music spectrum out there and you know I I wish I could do some band stuff and uh but I can't I can't sing so I'm I got Cody now just wait party coming soon yeah (laughs) but but I like rap music too and you know so I fuck with that, and I'm I'm glad I am able to do it. Yeah, so um, I recall y'all first time going to the studio uh, individually and as a group. My first time was at a place called Orange Grove here in town with our homie Space, who actually works at our current studio that we have up up and going. Uh, I met him at a show, and he was like, "Yo, I work." At a studio if you want to get your shit sounding right because i was just like i got a show off of me just recording at my crib with no master you know what i mean type shit so he was like yo slide through and let's uh let's make this sound a little better for you you know what i mean so that was probably about three four years ago probably the end of 2017 that i met him so uh we've literally he's been my engineer since been kicking it for sure i actually like moved here and uh there really wasn't a uh to go studio here at the time like orange grove i don't i I didn't hear them at the time i was like working at a place called pickleman's and my guy was like yo you got to go to this adam shoulder guy i went there shout out to him super expensive not even gonna lie he had like a fucking state-of-the-art studio and i was like what the fuck am i doing here and the guy that was trying to manage me at the time uh, went hazies with me on the time and it was like 125 dollars for me so it was expensive like ex- dude he was normally recording full bands and then i did one song with him and then i ended up recording with kevin dunn and then adam Scholler went on to produce katie perry's like last i forgot the last album she dropped helped produce the whole thing and then like moved out of here and went to la so i was like fuck you must have been doing something right <laughs> so i had linked up with kevin dunn i'm pretty did you ever record with kevin Mm-mm. i've been over to rockets but i never recorded there we definitely recorded there and uh once that place uh once kevin had some way of so many so much shit going on uh tim ended up open middle eight got space in there he was talking about and uh they did they just been growing so much like they was in a in a building that they probably shouldn't have been in to record music <laughs> but now we're in a like state-of-the-art studio and whatnot and it's just like what three years just come yeah. up after come up after come up after come up so yeah i 
uh, like you were saying, I went to Baracus and um, and I I fucked with it like for real. And I was just one of those people that was just like, I don't want to like pay for this all the time. I'd rather just like make my own. Like that's that's how we've been doing with kind of a lot of things. This hip hop game, you gotta invest so much money. The last thing you want to be paying is. Like, so you yeah. gotta pay, you gotta buy this beat from a producer who may not even give you the exclusive, maybe, unless we're making it ourselves. And then to everything else that it comes to getting the paperwork signed, filling split sheets, uh, comes kind of turns into a pain in the ass for real. Yeah. The first time we got together in the studio, there was like we thought we were going to have like nine people in the group. Mm, so we yeah. just had like nine people we get together. We didn't even bring an engineer. Ten and I were just going to record everybody and kind of figure out what we had going and who was going to do what. And it was just too, like we couldn't get, like we probably did that three times and got maybe two songs done because there's just too many heads bumping on what needed to happen. You know what I mean? So it was not very fruitful until it decided to be a group of four, us three and our uh, homie Chris Mac, RIP. And then we got in to make like our actual album. And that was the first time I feel like I was in the studio with several other people that were all on kind of the same page. And we were there to make a song and, you know what I mean? Try to do it correctly and stuff. And it really has pushed me as an artist to do things differently because you're not just like at your house, taking as much time as you want, flipping through every single beat, doing whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of forced to, in a, in a competitive, but in a good way, you know what I mean? Make sure that you're on topic and on par. We're and, constantly you know, staying one-up and shit. Just yeah. constantly one-up and shit. Like, a lot of people in this game get, got this, the ego and pride and shit just really gets in the fucking way. And I, and that's why Chaos 10 and, and Chris Mac, we all just vibed at a, I don't know, man, this shit we could just constantly do something fucking insanely fire and then just be like, yo, what am I going to do on this motherfucker? Right, like it didn't matter. Just you like, know what, I mean? what am I going to do on this motherfucker? Because yeah. we got people, you know, they'd be trying to pay for a feature and then they get that some bitch and they're like, I look stupid on this. I don't know if I want to do this no more. And then they don't even drop it. And if they do, it's like a year and a half by hoping nobody listens to the shit. It's like, man, fuck that. If I do some, sh- I'm trying to, trying to make a hit. So, right. So, um, so as far as y'all uh, process, um, are you more of a writer or a freestyler? I can't freestyle worth a shit. I, I, if I wanted to be good, I really like to try to think about everything I'm trying to put in there. Cody be doing some freestyles for the most part and it's not that like i might write up 16 in the in the length someone freestyled it it might just spew out of me you know what i mean i really but, can't freestyle a verse yet but like i'm trying to get to the point where really like practiced. i'm really trying to write uh at least put it together while i'm in the booth but like i don't know we're trying to get to the point man where we can just come in here and uh I don't know. My brain, my my attention spans like <laughs> short. So if 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 we can, just, if it's like the first time I hear it, and then I just I'm in there and we hit the record button, I know I can cook something up. But I'm always trying to. I never came to the studio unprepared. 
So I never want to show up unprepared. And I know, you know, and, I'm in, and the price be always getting in the way too sometimes. But like with the way that uh, shit's going and the way that fucking people are working with us now, it really hasn't been that big of an issue. I've been coming in here and really trying to, people have been getting features and shit. So I'll be sliding in here and just trying different stuff. And it's been working so far. Like I've really really been trying to practice just getting it straight off the top don't don't listen to the beat don't think about it too much and just hit the record button and see what sticks because i feel like that's when when you try to think about it too much and you start saying all the good shit you start forgetting it you're only getting like 75 or 25 percent of what you're saying written down it's like you could just catch that real quick if you're just in there hit the record button spay our producers They'll be hitting the record button when you're not like even paying attention sometimes. Mm. You know, just, in a good way. Just, no, it, in, like just catching shit. You know what I mean? That you'd be doing off the top that they're like, yo, you need to keep this shit. So I'm, that's definitely taught me to just try to get in here and feel it. Yeah. Feel it out in the booth. Okay. You'd be freestyling, Tim? <laughs> oh so uh so you know like anything that you're good at you got to get con- uh, well anything that you're doing you got to get confidence in it so like uh what when was that moment for y'all as far as uh getting confidence that y'all could really pursue this as a career like when people actually started like at least whenever I was like solo I went like years to like nobody would listen to it then I don't even know when it happened just eventually one day just people started listening and that gave me the confidence to continue well it really wasn't until I hit a show once I feel like I went and did a show and people were like damn I was not expecting Mm -hmm. that you know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? Me either. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel like that was kind of the boost there that I was like, damn, the shows is where it's at. I can really let loose at these. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, probably my first or second show. Probably like when I first got out of my like big relationship, like where I had my son and shit, for real. Like I dropped, I was making music before that, but after that, I would just... I was like not trying to hide nothing. I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm not hiding who I am. Like, and just made my first like in studio album, Roses Are Red. And that whole album is just like, I was definitely at my lowest point. And it's kind of sucks because I feel like I make my best music when I'm at my lowest point, but I'm getting to the point where I'm not relying on that stupid shit to make good music. And it's just relying on. Just getting in here, filling it out. We got good shit happening. And it's it's definitely the first time in my life I've ever been doing something that I like and have had good shit happen. <laughs> normally, I'm doing shit that I like and I'm spending too... We're spending too much money. But normally, I'm spending too much money and shit's not happening. Mm. We're spending money and shit's happening. So, you know, I'm at a good point. Okay. So, um are you guys independent right and um if so um 
if a right label situation come across, would y'all um, sign or would you uh, stay independent if you if yeah. you all know, start to we pick up a revenue? deal through a company called EQ, which is owned by like Rock Nation. So we're technically signed through distribution right now. Um, not like a record deal, but as of right now, tech, like we are independently doing everything, but we have a company that we're working with. So yeah, okay. um, we did the coast yeah. to coast. I don't know if you've, you've heard of coast to coast uh, live. No, it's like a uh, they basically go from big, every big city in the United States and throw Just like, like a, a hip hop competition for every yeah. state. And we won the Missouri leg, and when we secured that deal uh st louis technically yeah and when they when we secured that we went to brooklyn and met with some executives there at the rock where was it at rockefeller no uh, it was uh it was the same two studio that uh tupac got shot yeah, in the yeah like time. we rode in the elevator oh, yeah 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 what's that uh we rode in the same fucking same elevator that was too. like a they just changed the name of it. I can't think of what it was called. Studio something. It was, it was a number. Yeah, studio, it was like studio quad studio. Quad studios. The elevators still have the bullet holes in them. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like crazy. Man, Dude, crazy. It was like a. Yeah. I didn't even go. The, it was the cool. doorman was like, "Yo, we got the ride in this one," and he goes, "Yeah, that's the elevator." And I didn't even know what the fuck they was talking about. And then I saw the bullet hole. No, like it was like a. Oh shit! And we got up to the studio, and it was just like a fucking club, and then a studio attached to a whole club. Kinda, yeah. Just like, yeah, like a pool table, in. a little bar. It was nice, bro. Like if, if that bitch was popping, you wouldn't have. You, you, it's this is a club. There's just a bunch of rappers there. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's just a bunch of artists there when we got up to the top. But like, we went in there, and they didn't have no. <laughs> they didn't. They had one mic and a pair of headphones and uh <clears throat> i was like we're a group you gotta and here they were like you want to just want to come in here and spit this in front of us and we just like went into a four by four room <laughs> it was a tiny ass room bro and with like two two producers and then we just spit Today, it live with no mics no nothing and they gave us uh they gave us a, a pretty a, a nice deal I was dumb nervous. We had to like wait for like two hours before we even went in there. It was definitely and the most nervous I've ever out, been. Hang out because I room. just like normally I know what to expect. I didn't feel like I was that nervous. Because I always I know what to so expect, and then that I did not. Fucking ripped off the New York Zaw. They had yeah, yeah. I was so fucking high, dude. So like I was like I I don't give a shit what happens to me right now. Kind of vibe <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. they're uh they're they're but fire up it the show. Yeah, but, like that weed definitely had me on a whole nother. I had to go in the bathroom and look myself in the mirror and splash some water in my face and be like, you fucking here for a reason, bro. <laughs> but yeah, to, to answer your question, if like for an actual like record record deal, it it would just have to be the right deal. I mean, because I think we're really picky even right now. Like we turn down more offers to do shows or whatever just because it's not right for us so yeah i, I think we would sign a record deal if yeah. the deal was right but i also I think like that we're bridges, so. we're there enough to like be independent if we get to the right spot yeah. i i would love to sign like maybe like a two album deal 
like we do two albums for you blah 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 you know but it's you, like normally- you fuck us for two albums but then afterwards you promote us throughout those two albums so whenever we go to independent afterwards we'll just be way be different because like as of now we like own the studio we make our own videos we do our own cover art we do our own graphics we do our own everything we don't fucking pay anybody to do any kind of outside shit for us to release any music or do an event or anything so like that's the part that like a label is not going to have to do that's why distribution deal is nice and maybe it did along the lines like what we really need is like a fucking nice distribution deal like a really 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 just really good deal. marketing like that's what i mean about getting signed to a label like if you're willing to put marketing d- dollars down for us you hear that it's like it's just like dope. y'all don't have to do this crazy shit to keep us rolling like we, we fucking got, we got the music when we got we do everything else so it's like y'all don't have to pay anybody else third party anybody to do anything for us we just got the shit to do give us a date we'll release the shit (laughs) okay so um how often do you guys record and um also uh when did you guys drop your uh first project we're in here like twice three times a day or twice three times a week yeah just that's yeah i'd say probably two times a week we dropped our first album in like 2020 i think so yeah 2020 2019 something like that we've dropped two albums me and uh chaos have dropped no bro we're way off we're young bucks we dropped that our first album in 2021 oh wow what oh yeah well that was when we put it on spotify for the first time remember june 7 2021 you remember? Yeah, so probably out for like six months. Yeah, because that. we put it out a year prior, but we were so starting to Spotify. So it might have been like December of 2020. Yeah, but me and you dropped, because uh, we were as solo album uh, artists dropped a album together like the year before that. I think. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, uh, antagonist EP. So. So when yeah. y'all drop drop music for the first time, like how was the city embracing y'all? As a group, fantastically. We were way blessed. Like, we did not think that that was going to happen. As solo artists, I don't know. It was... We were all... I, very, like, like, I think we were popping, but I'd say the first time I dropped mm-hmm. as a solo artist, it was like, fuck, I mean, no one really... I, I moved well, it was, here. It was no hard. It was, it was like, hard, bro, because, like, fuck, we were all on, I, I, getting I, I booked separately out. during the same goddamn week and like, shit during the same club. month. So <laughs> you had to buy, like, three tickets to see all three of us in a two-month span. And then once we can coincided and made this group, it was like shit. Now I can. Now they're making music together. We made like, it they, public that we were making a group before. And we fans really didn't want us to do this group. shit. So it's just fans like, did not gonna... want us to do this shit. We just like did it. They yeah. didn't. No, fans didn't want us to solo artists. Like we, I feel like our solo, all was when we was doing solo shit, they all fucked with us. But you had to buy three tickets because we was all doing three dates, three different shows. Yeah. And then once we all became a group. They could buy one ticket, see all three of us, and we were making fucking better music than when we were solo. So it was yeah. like a win-win situation. So definitely, then they started telling people, and they started telling people, and this we definitely are blessed to be where we're at at the stage yeah. that we're at. The city 
the city got behind us. It was nice. I don't know why they chose to do it other than we yeah, they don't decent know it's music, but thing. like they just yeah, they uh, on a whole nother level. They definitely got behind us, and it was nice to see that you know what I mean, and be like, damn, people believe in this. You know what I mean? So shouts to the four one seven for real. Yeah. Okay. So I know um I had looked at you guys uh bio um I know y'all did some shows already. Could you kind of uh list uh some of the shows that y'all uh just a few of the shows that y'all did some of the biggest shows y'all did so far yeah we did Caskey, mac lethal riff raff uh afro man i didn't do afro man you probably did, did afro man no, did you do afro yeah man? i did I yeah did that's it. probably solo i'm talking about like rbp yeah uh Stevie Stone, Joey Cool, pretty much all like the strange music guys. Um, here in like a month, we're performing at the Gathering of the Juggalos, so that'll be cool. You yeah, know, that'll be a big event. Don't know what um, you expect. Other than that, we've really just been super grinding like smaller hundred person shows. You know what I mean? And then just doing like as many shows as we can in these little hole in the wall areas. You know what I mean? And doing shit. We've probably only done ten or twelve opening act shows for bigger artists you know what i mean because we've been kind of being selective there's a lot of artists that come through here but we don't necessarily always agree with the splits on things so uh we'd rather just not do the show and not feel like we sold ourselves out than do it because yeah we're getting to a point to where it's like our time is like worth we got like some, money we got shit in it like, you know, it might be really nice for I don't know, uh, fucking little skies to come into town, and I could <laughs> say I open for him, right? Or we could throw our own show, and I can make seven times the amount of money. You know what I mean? So it's like, in my opinion, I'm like, how about we not do the little skies show, wait three months, do our own show, but damn near sell the place out, if not sell it out, and make, you know what I mean, just as much money as they did on the little sky show because it's the same venue. You know what I mean? And all it is is just us. So it's just like, well, you know, it's, we've kind of got to the point where we're like, dude, if it's coming down to just doing the shows and do the shows, we'll do the show. But like, if we're trying to take it as a business standpoint, it's way more profitable to throw your own shows than to For real. do anything like that, you know? Be the, be what your about, what about the um, the exposure um, aspect of that? Like, if the right, I think it you know, right artist. I think it, it worked the first few times you do a show but like if i've done three to five shows here in springfield after that exposure ain't paying my damn bills these motherfuckers either like me or they don't you know what i mean like if you've seen me five times and you ain't made your decision i don't need to fucking come see you nine ten eleven twelve thirteen more times at this damn show you know what i mean it's just like i'll do exposure for somewhere like the gathering where there's gonna be thousands and thousands of people there that's real exposure to be on some 200 300 cap room and yeah we just end up paying to play and then being like it's exposure suck a dick for the exposure man you keep the damn exposure i need the either the bread or like real exposure like well, 10 actual people being like yo let me buy your shirt let me do this shit because that shit just it becomes very repetitive if you're just rapping to the same people the same relative 200 people you know what i mean like exposure well, could be marketing like market yourself that's that's great exposure exposure you know I mean? is different in springfield than it is in st louis or kansas city it's sure. like in Springfield. That's true too. It's like, not to sound like that, but like every, almost everybody already knows who we are, and so the exposure doesn't mean as much here as it would in like St. Louis or Kansas City, where 
like only a handful of people probably know who we are you know what I mean and just like that exposure is different but like here in town it's like when we're working with a promoter it's like listen you know we got some pull here so yeah, we're trying like, to make some money we're not trying to make yeah we're not trying to bake a whole fucking pie in your oven we're just trying to make some we're not charging an arm and a leg yeah, or we're anything, just trying to make some bread out this my shit. mindset with it is if, if someone's going to come to you and be like hey here's 40 tickets sell them to so-and-so show because apparently it's not sold out just by, because of his name already so-and-so bullshit all the effort you went and selling those 40 to 70 tickets and done all the shit you you could have just thrown your own show and just made more money. It's just my my. We actually try to sell tickets. It's like a lot of artists, they just like don't sell any tickets and then like show up to the show and expect people to give a fuck about them. It's like, if you want people to watch your set, then like you got to like fucking push some tickets. It's work. You know what I mean? And I think that's a thing that we deserve money for. It's not just that we have poll or whatever it's like hey we're working for you so we want we want a little piece of that you know what i mean right so uh describe the current state of the music scene in y'all city and do a lot of uh artists collab in y'all y'all city or everybody stated they sell it's 50 50 i feel like there is so many artists here but they're all kind of broken up into like four clicks yeah. And like hella people might kind of collab in between the clicks. You know what I mean? But uh for the most part, it's like, hey, this kind of group of people's throwing a show and doing this, and this kind of group of people's throwing a show and this, you know what I mean? And it's not like I don't think it's any purposeful thing. I think it kind of just happened to where it's just like, hey, you got 35 people that all kind of fuck with each other, 35 people, 35 people, 35 people type thing. You know what I mean? So uh I don't know. It's I, I think there's a lot of love. Like, people support each other here. You know what I mean? Overall, I would think. Um, people, think yeah. Sprinkle's a hidden gem, though, man. There's so many artists. There's a lot of people that I think are whack, but there's a lot of people that I think are super, super dope. And I think that they might not ever get the exposure if Sprinkle doesn't get a light hit on them. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I hope, you know, the hidden gem of Springfield can be seen by everyone soon because there's a lot of really good stuff coming out of this area. Yeah. I think, yeah, like every kind of like small mid-range city like Springfield, I think there's a lot of people that like you've never heard of, they just don't market themselves right. And I think that's the issue here is people spending money on the production of music and not the marketing. Like there might be some dude out there somewhere in Nebraska that's like your artist like the best artist ever but he doesn't market himself and so like no one ever hears about him there's a lot of talent here and you know just from having the studio like you see a lot of people come through here that i never thought would come through here at all but yeah there's there's a lot of really good talent just people don't market themselves but i mean people are cool people are nice and like i think artists are nice to each other there's uh, rap beefs every now and then and stuff, just like anywhere else, you know, but... But, and then the community usually pushes those people out. Right. Like, there's somebody every once in a while that comes along that, like, everybody fucking hates. And, like, those but, dudes but just, like... It themselves. It's not that they're being bullied or anything like this. Like, someone comes around with, like, this 6ix9ine complex, like, hey, no matter what everyone's kind of building here, I'm gonna fuck it down, because I'm the best. And it's just like, nah, man, like, we don't need this shit here. So we kind of just 
people and I think that's kind controversy, of, trying to start controversy, just trolling people. I think that's kind people. of what starts with how those clicks started mm-hmm. in the first place, is maybe, you know, way before we were on the scene, you know, this just old, old beef that no one even remembers about, that these people just kind of don't run with the same circles anymore, you know what I mean, type thing. But Springfield's dope. Yeah. So, um, so um, list some of the artists that you work with so far that people might know and uh, and some artists that you want to work with in the future. I just uh, did a little hook for a, I, I think he's, he's, he's like an underground artist. He goes by Baku San. I don't know if you've heard him. No. But like, I really haven't, I really haven't reached out to try to get on any type of big features because, bro, I know motherfuckers who like make money. <laughs> <laughs> I know people who like make money and pay for these. I know people who got uh, features with everybody. You yeah, you like, want to have a feature with? Like, bro, like I got people. You got features with Key Glock and from anybody and on, and they don't. They just don't get the exposure because, bro, you gotta be. People get it twisted. It's just like you can't just pay for these features. You just can't make a hit song. People think you just make a hit song, put it on the internet, blah 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 blah. blah. Nah, I've like, done. You've gotta be. Like a handful of bigger names, though. Like I don't even know Cassie, what the categories are. Work with Mac Lethal. Work with Lauren Major. Michael Christmas. I got an unreleased song with Mark Battles, and I'm kind of just piddling around with right now to figure out what I'm going to do with. So it's like, I mean, you know, they're they're nice, and it's cool to work with these bigger guys. You know what I mean and stuff. But I think they just don't want to work a lot of the time. As far as like from an exposure point, you know what I mean, from an artist, unless they're putting the song out, all of their fans really aren't going to go and. And, and look at it so it's like people think you know i'm gonna buy a song with unless it's drake you know what i mean like i'm gonna buy a song with fucking smino like we were talking about earlier you know unless there's only the hardcore smino fans are gonna go listen to that everybody else smino didn't put that song out so like they have no his team's not backing it to push this thing so like if you're gonna invest in a be, feature buy it buy in features like mark battles people who haven't hit absolute crazy stupid fucking billboard yet who are on the way but are super dope you that are I mean? super so, fucking or invest in yourself just, so you those become people that who person are people want to underrated the underrated motherfuckers dude because like they're just one second you just like yo i got a feature with this dude he was on no jumper and just got into a fight with this stupid motherfucker and went right. viral like you know what I mean? Like, people be missing out on that shit, and it's cheap. Like, it's cheap. And then they blow up, like, dude. And then they blow up, and then you can't a, get it. There's an artist called Blast, B-L-X-S-T. I really like yeah, the way yeah, I know him. Blast is dope, man. I've been, I've been, I swear, I was telling these boys before he blew up, I was telling them, telling them, telling them, like, this guy's gonna blow the fuck up. This guy's gonna blow the fuck up. Sure enough, he did, bro. Like, I, like, Dax, that would be a great person, you know what I mean? I'd want to work with. Dax future. did a show. Um, you remember? Don't you know Dax? Yeah. He, he did a fucking show in our city before he was famous, and nobody tapped in. And I was like, "What?" Because Rich, Rich, a a well-known promoter here in our city, put him on, and he was dope as fuck. But nobody knew who he was. And then two months later, he is he's like trending on number one two and three on youtube it's like dude i i saw you probably could have hit him up and got a feature for 200 bucks like crazy i saw a meme the other day that like two or three years ago he was just a janitor dude yeah and then there's one day he he just tech put him on tech did a show and like brought dax on as an opener and nobody knew who the fuck he was he was not the dude and he was i don't even know if he knew who he was because he definitely from the videos I saw and shit, 
he was a whole different whole different dude that he is now than he was then. Russ <laughs> would be dope. Cal Scrubby would be dope. Hell yeah. Rimble. Bo oh. Burnham. I mean, we all I love just, Bo Burnham. If we could bring Daft Punk back to do like a group <clears throat> collab and they just made the beat and then we hopped on this shit, that would be tight, you know? Um, I don't know. Whatever happened to David Gale? I want to do like weird shit. If we like had like anything, it's like, fuck it, let's get like uh, Pitbull and DJ Khaled on some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you get- Give me like all the money in the world. It's like that's a hit. Like I know it is. No one's not listening to that. You know what I mean? Like fuck it. Like I think it'd be funny to do some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, throw some Bo Burnham in there. Right. Just. I mean, fuck, dude. Shut up. Well, what, 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 what are some things y'all like doing in your spare time when y'all not doing music? Now, why don't you answer that, Cody? Hitting dabs, playing video games, working, <laughs> trying to make this bread, bro. Yeah. That's they got it. kids, so they probably taking care of their kids. Yeah. I'm no, really sure. Well, kids is fun. I mean, <laughs> they like the same things that we do. So, if I ain't that's cool. going to work, I'm either making beats or I might casually watch some anime. But it's like, other than that, like, I'm making these damn beats or trying to get this shit going because it's like, these beats take time so it's like if i got six hours in the day i might be able to get a few out you know what i mean and then uh we have some shit to work with when we come back to the studio so this shit is fun to do that's what i'm saying i really enjoy producing so it's like that's other than making music i may like as i say i might watch a little bit of tv but like that's this has consumed my life like if i'm not clocking in i'm clocking in you know what i mean here so it's just like yeah besides doing this i do like watching tv and movies I enjoy the cinema. Shout out Stranger Things season four. Yeah. You know, shout yeah. out the boys. <laughs> shout out the boys for sure. Yeah. yeah. I need to catch right. up. I'm like midway through season two right now. Yeah, so I like that real? show too. It's good, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so uh describe your short and long term goals as far as uh what you what you guys trying to accomplish with the music. Short term bread start making long-term bread <laughs> start, yeah <laughs> just just money man like we don't want we don't need to be famous short realistically we just need to make some of that more yeah. money we want to go on tour we want to get that shit rolling yeah. soon that's our our next step set up a tour get it going long-term financial stability you know what i mean um in other words money yeah you know what i mean but i mean <laughs> i want to get to I'd the be point cool where it's like, like 40 grand a year we're doing our career we're doing this other yeah. stuff and then yeah 40 grand a year each of us we can cool. also be involved in other things yeah, you know what i mean to, other than music we like, really just trying to do this shit make beats for netflix because, make you know what i mean jingles make this i don't other feel stuff, like we're make far commercials, away you know what i mean and shit so okay so uh what's some things y'all have coming up uh for, for 2022 upcoming projects things like that or uh for ne- uh beginning of next year we're not going to release an album this year we're just going to do singles the rest of the year we got but, uh, this song party it's coming out, out it's coming out this month in july got the video at some shot. point it looks really dope it's a uh, different than anything we've done before it's like a 2000s like pop rock song kind of so it's not hip-hop but it's it's dope. We got a big ass house party and we shot a video for it and stuff. So uh, it's going to be banging. We're going to the gathering of the juggalos, like I said earlier. So we're really looking forward to that. We have the world championships for coast to coast hip hop uh, to possibly win 50,000 in Miami in November. So we're going to be going and doing that. Scott Storch hosted the winners table yeah. last year. Oh. So that'd be really dope. It's a big, it's him. a big deal. Like 
uh, I'm pretty sure like Coast to Coast is what put the whole YBN, the mirror, the whole the whole YBN. No, it was Lil Mosey. Lil Mosey won Coast to Coast. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. Yeah, Lil Mosey won Coast to Coast. <laughs> YBN. We about to be on that Lil Mosey shit. Well. I got it, bro. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, like we have some smaller stuff. Like it's Tim's birthday, fucking next week's. So we're throwing him a show. You know what I mean? But like other than that, we're, we already made like. We're eight, really not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Our our two big focuses are are getting music out right now and trying to have a plethora of songs. So when twenty twenty three hits and then we want to go on tour, we have new new music to give everyone. You know, because right now we're like kind of doing the same set and maybe tossing in one song. So our big focus other than these two big shows has just been, what are we putting out? You know, what's new that we can make that seems like it's going to be our new single. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's getting it to the point where like, we have a lot of stuff shelved. We're just getting picky at this point is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, yeah. the people have been fucking with us. It's just when we dropped that song that you played earlier, Rockstar, it's like our whole shit changed up. Like people were hitting us up from, all over the place, just trying Dude, to get us to do a show. I could not go to Come and Go for two months after we dropped Rockstar. Right. I swear to God, I, I couldn't buy my gas for two months. Yeah. Like, it was fucked up. And it was just like that. We've kind of been, like, chasing that next step after that. You know what I mean? Since we're like, what are we going to do that is going to be, you know, as big or as good as that? Because everyone has a little bit of an eye on us kind of figuring out what we're going to do. So we've been slowing down on the shows and really trying to work work on singles one to two singles a month because we put out two albums so we have a little bit of a catalog right now we want to work fo- focus on quality yeah especially now that it's uh yeah, it's I only mean, us dude, three it is not an adjustment to try to make the give music, a fuck you know it I mean? is not quantity look at the chris brown album not quantity <laughs> not quantity it is quality definitely you got to make sure you're coming correct and i'm glad we got this little deal because fuck uh dropping i've just dropped albums in my solo career and if i could just go back and take every fucking god fucking song down we can release them as a single fuck it i would i mean it's for real because it's just people's people's attention span nowadays is quick they don't they don't you know what i mean they don't people don't sit and listen the mass majority of people don't Patience doesn't the exist anymore. Consumer, yeah, I, I better really like you if I'm going to listen to your whole album. Like, you For better real? be a West Side Boogie. You better be a Kendrick. You know you what I mean? Or something me like, like that. Or I'm not I'm not sitting through the whole motherfucker. Yeah, life. like, you need to hit I'm me like 2055, like, Sleepy Hollow type of shit. Like, fucking. That first 30 seconds better be good. Okay. This is I. Right, okay. Like. That's why a lot of people do uh, EPs, like, with like three or four songs. Right. Yeah, it's just because in a in a label also when they sign you and shit, if you release an album, a studio album and whatnot, they base what they pay you off of your fucking album sales. And if you never release an album and you just release singles, they've got to give you a ballpark, you know, a- average of what they think that you would make, like what your actual worth would be, you know, because people be fucking with you from the long way. But people just, you know what I mean? They just like, uh, yeah, I know 50 Cent, uh, not 50, uh, Nipsey. I know before he died in the interview, Nipsey Hustle said that it was the best advice that 50 Cent gave him was uh, he told him never to drop a studio album before he signed his deal. That's, that's where I got that from. That's where I got that from. 
He said he got remember mixtapes, the Crenshaw and all them was mixtapes. And then, you know, the album that he dropped, Victory Lap, was after he got signed to a major. Yeah. Yeah, that stuck with me when I when I when I heard that shit. I was like, it's too Whoa. late for us. We already be dropping, baby. Because like a lot of people, a lot of people like he he's like, he's like, that that dude's crazy where he's from. You know what I mean? And people outside of the city don't even know, but they spent money on him and don't even know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even know. And that's, and that, it's just like, fuck the fame, bro. I just need to take care of my kids. And that shit, definitely a big influence of mine, too. It's just the way that dude ho- operated. He had so much <laughs> fucking money, and you would never know, bro. You would just never know. And I feel like rappers live off of how much money you think they have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's all that's, an illusion. That's just, that's just a thing. And it's just like, man, no, make smart investments. Pay your fucking taxes. Pay yeah. your taxes. Because that's what be putting these rappers out nowadays, bro. It's not paying their fucking taxes. And the label don't tell them that. No, bro, you're a 1099 employee. You should know. Exactly. You should, you, you should know. But that's why a lot of people, like, you see a lot of people blow up and then you never hear about them again. Because they didn't pay their Because the IRS taxes. gets on their shit. That goes to... Your circle, you gotta have the right people around you. Like you'll have a yeah. lot of liabilities around you, or people that just around for the ride, but they're not giving you good information. I mean, it's good to have people that you know have fun with and things like that, but you gotta have that one or two people to be like, like, hey, bro, like you've been you've been spending too much money, or you need to uh, put some of this away for taxes. You know, you know, taxes gonna come up in a couple months. You need to slow down. You need one OG in your life, don't yeah. you? Know, man. For real, and I'm like, we're blessed to like, an RIP Chris, because like he was one of the realest motherfuckers who kept us in check, bro. When it came to anything like that, bro, it was fucking, bro. I'm telling you, fucking these these are the only these are the only dudes that I know that if I was like, yo, I got like ten people outside armed armed like afghanistan would fuck me up bro i'm gonna call these motherfuckers bro <laughs> like tin's gonna hang up and I'm i wouldn't away i got you g i wouldn't know what to do but i would show up <laughs> like i'd probably go down let me talk about this i would just yeah i just call the police just be like <laughs> be like cody no, <laughs> cody i'll help you out no, you definitely need some solid, and that's what, bro. I like. We we a lot of people are afraid to take notes, and that's something that we just we we take notes. And bro, everybody who's Study got a team out there bro. that's solid has people around them. If it's not themselves that are just constantly checking themselves, like yo. well, even the people in the city that are doing well in our city, if you look around them, they all have a team around them. The big people who are doing big things and 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 bringing a crowd and selling these tickets and getting exposure on their songs it's not these solo artists who are doing this it's people who have created a manager and working with the producer and they got a guy doing their videos and people helping push this it's not it's never going to be a solo game you're never going to just get into this and hops in your way into everything you even, know the, I mean? even like, the solo you, you artists know what I mean? like, Jesus one, Christ, one out of a hundred people 30, one out of a thousand people could maybe do it but like having a team is very important yes yeah, like what he was saying some within my research that's what uh somebody was saying was you know not one person can do this it's like everybody that's successful has everybody behind the scenes but like 
the viewers only see this one guy, like whether it be like Drake or Kanye or whatever, just like they see this one guy and they think, oh, this guy's doing all this shit. But no, he's got like 10, 20 people behind him, like pushing it and making money off this dude. Like it, it's impossible without a team of people behind you, like doing little jobs for just say you got to put that movement. ego, that pride, that animosity aside for two seconds. It's a business. And figure out how to make some motherfucking yeah. money and make some make some people happy and change some people's fucking lives at the same time. Like, is this possible? Because a lot of people out here aren't in it for the long term. They in it to either get a girlfriend, to make <laughs> one good song, just to get pussy nonstop or fucking god bro i don't know it's just like music always seems to be on the back burner and fuck that bro we're just trying to make the best music possible and then get all that pussy after (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we all have girlfriends yeah it could be any pussy for us but our friends will get (laughs) 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 that's where i like to pussy so maybe not you I've got enough. That's what Carl was saying. That's what Carl was saying. He was like, I'm going to fuck all the girls that are trying to fuck you. It's just like, I'm just going to roll with you guys. It's just like, That's fuck funny. all the bitches that are trying to fuck you guys. I hope you do, G. I hope you do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we wrap this up, got two last things. Uh, um, how, do you, how do you want people to perceive, perceive you guys and know you for? Hmm. Ask that again. I don't want people to think that this was an overnight thing. I want when they like see really bad people to be like, hey, these motherfuckers, I feel like we have a stigmatism on us sometimes just being like, they probably got everything handed to them their whole lives. But it's like, you have no clue that like, ask us one we, time. You know what I mean? Like, I had the opposite of a silver spoon. I, w- I wish I was reaching for it. You know what I mean? But like, when people see us, I want to be portrayed to like, yo, we earned this spot. Like, we make good music and we work hard. This is not some industry plant shit. This is nothing like that. Like, this is really bad people, really good music. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's it. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, just like that we're relatable. It's like uh, we're not trying to seem like we're so above everybody else. It's just like we're just regular guys just just like everybody else just we're We're fucking weird and awkward just not afraid to be ourselves and the people who want to hate are just afraid to be themselves it's like bro i had to stop giving a fuck you gotta stop giving a fuck about you just gotta do what other people you just gotta stop giving a fuck about what anybody else is gonna think about you if you're gonna do this shit successfully you gotta hit the shit with a hundred percent of your mental and artistic ability and fucking you can't do that shit if you're worried about what some fucking stupid motherfuckers worried about you sounding like or sounding too much like this person or not sounding enough like this person it's like fuck all that just be yourself and bro there's how many people on this fucking planet dude uh seven billion god damn bro you only need like Fucking 200, 300 months, solid motherfuckers buying your shit every time, like to make a living out this shit. So, not a peer group, you need about a thousand. But, short <laughs> answer, we just want to, we just want to be fun. 
You just want to be approachable. I think we're pretty approachable. I mean, I don't want to be approachable. Know. I want you out here. Yeah, you want you people to crazy you. shit to me? I don't even lie. We broke. I broke down today and signed an autograph. So I'm not gonna lie. We can, we can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just think that we're relatable to people. We're not like lying about a whole bunch of shit. I mean, I, I think almost anything we talk about, anybody else could do. Anything we do, anything we talk about, anybody else could probably do if they just put in the work. We're just taking that, the risk. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing is you got to take the risk. You got to put in the work and you got to fucking stand 10 toes, not nine, 10 fucking on it. It's not fair to the people of nine toes. Well, get 10. Jesus. So, but yeah. So, yeah, man. So, uh, uh, closing remarks. Um, uh, anything else that y'all want people to know about before we get off of here and let people know how to find you on social media and things like that? Website. Reallybadppl.com. It's got everything you would need to find us. Reallybadppl.com. You go on Apple Music, YouTube, Anywhere Spotify. You your music. From Spotify Anywhere. to Deezer. Anywhere everything. you listen to your music. Rockstar video, I want video, spaceship video out now. Go check them out. You want party to... on the way. Yes. It'll drop in July, either the 15th or like the 22nd or something Soon like that. Up. So we're very prepared on this release, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, I uh, appreciate y'all uh, coming on the podcast. I've been uh, doing this for uh, two years now. Uh, reti- I retired out the military two years ago and I was uh doing security for celebrities for about three years and I just stopped here recently and I just started oh, wow. working at the post office but um what celebrities have you worked for um I used to do security mainly for uh Vori I don't know if you know who Vori is uh he's Meek Mill's artist he was on he was on uh Kanye's West Dunda's album oh okay. he was the one singing on that uh No Child Left Behind song Okay. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, that one that's there for Shakari uh, Richardson. Yeah, I did security for him, uh, Meek Mill, Fabo, uh, Boosie. Shit. Yeah. Any uh, crazy shit ever happened? Mom Brown. Uh, not really. Like, <laughs> like you get more crazy stuff doing security at a club than you do doing it with like a high profile that, person. Bro. That's what I do half that's, the time now. I is. work security at the club, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah. But well, appreciate you having us on, bro, and, yeah, ask, man, and asking real. us questions like that for real, because mostly motherfuckers just ask us the same shit. And that definitely uh, was... That was refreshing. nice. You asked some good questions. Yeah, it was definitely refreshing to get some questions like that, because a lot of people are kind of afraid to push the Uh, boundary with shit you know what i mean fucking appreciate that for real yeah i don't know i don't really believe in writing questions i just try to just get a feel for the person and just go off that you know just transition from beginning to end you know it works better because we've done plenty of podcasts we felt like we're off google yeah (laughs) we recorded it ourselves so yeah Yeah. man yeah definitely uh, genuine i appreciate that shit Oh yeah, man. I uh drop every Monday at uh twelve o'clock. Uh no, this episode will come out on um on uh, what is it? 19, 20, 20. 
uh, August 22nd. Okay. Yeah. Now, where are the party game video going to be out by then? Fuck yeah. yeah. Let's, send, let's send him a clip. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that way when he drops it, he can fucking put it on that shit. If you're cool with that. Yeah. August 22nd. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, shit. We might even have a song that we don't even know about out then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah prepared. Word. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do, I do uh, podcasts on other real stuff too, like as far as uh, just real life stuff, like people that I know people might come across, like child support, relationships, uh, anything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's like a real life topic that you can have, like a barbershop type of conversation about you know what i'm saying so uh i do that type of stuff to you, but... Shit. i'm glad you didn't ask me about any of that but <laughs> god damn i'm trying to get some fucking money before i start talking about that shit for real fuck well yeah man we'll, we'll, find... yeah, we'll definitely let our people know send them your way for real bro oh yeah man yeah. one of the best interviews we've done in a long time in a yeah, long man. fucking time yeah, man. Anytime y'all want to come on, man, you can uh, just hit me up, man. And uh, I don't know if y'all got my um my Instagram. My Instagram is uh Eric J the Great. So uh, that's why I, that's why I uh post all information about my podcast and uh, on my Facebook page too, that Eric J the Great. And um, I just subscribed to y'all YouTube channel today. So appreciate that. Appreciate that. seriously. Please go sub to our YouTube if you're watching this, man. He's really about to go. Cool. He's about to go uh, follow you on Instagram right I now. I am. I am right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm on 13 different streaming platforms as far as my podcast. I'm on every possible podcast platform. Where does that so yeah. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, Google, uh, all those. But Spotify and YouTube are the only ones that shows video. All the other ones is uh, straight audio. Right. right. So. Well, shit, man, we in the audio game, so I hope they're enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, that's not a bad video. People might take us more seriously. Right, at least cut this half. Of the yeah, video at least off. cut this whole half of the video <laughs> off. People might take us more seriously. These guys actually look like rappers. I look like I'm just their manager. Yeah, I look like I'm not just, tatted. Uh, All my non-tattoos are on this one side. I probably look like a straight-up civilian over here. I'm you just have a, no clue what I look like on this half I'm of my I'm just their chaperone here. Just <laughs> it's funny as fuck. But yeah, man, uh, anytime y'all want to go on, feel free to hit me up anytime. You know, I do these every week, and I'll drop once a week. So, uh, you know, I just got... Um, monetized on youtube two weeks ago so awesome congrats man for real congrats that's what's up bro we still trying to get to that motherfucking point we're so fucking close dude yeah we close man yeah you just have to get the uh four thousand watch hours and a thousand we have all the watch hours we don't have a thousand subs is our problem yeah we got the we got we have like 900 subs yeah our watch hours are great we just aren't to the sub mark yeah, yeah we once just you get like the subs, it's like a little tab, and you can apply for it. And then, like, uh, once uh, you apply for it and they approve it, they got other stuff you can do, too. Like, you can do, like, memberships, like, monthly memberships and all type of stuff. I was playing around oh, with it earlier. Is that where people, like, gift subs back to you and shit? Well, no, like, uh, I had did a monthly – I did a monthly membership on my channel where I charged – 
people five dollars a month and you can make community posts on your youtube channel that's just strictly for the people that's paying and you can get them like early access to videos and stuff for the people yeah. that's paying before you drop the video out for people that's not that's uh, subscribed. Yeah. yeah that's super dope yep we're just fucking appreciate close. that game. I honestly man. think that party video when y'all when y'all when y'all see that shit, I guarantee we'll be at a thousand subs by then. Because so. that shit is fucking insane, bro. I'm party hoping by the time this drops, this they, some, whole thing bro, drops will be there. Shout out to Batman. Homie showed up with a wheat with a fucking leaf blower <laughs> with like a three ounce bowl attachment, a fucking weed that that bitch and we boxed it in a utility van <laughs> so it's in the video so, and, and chaos and i endured that and i fucking shut the door and lost control of the handle yeah man it was rough in there bro <laughs> it was fucking it was bad i had to take bro. my glass like the whole time i'm in the video can't i can't see. even like see and my like, glasses are off my there's tears streaming down my face i'm like screw it, we got one take we ain't ruining this man we gotta send him a clip because if it's coming out then it'll, they, be, just it'll be out for like almost two months by then or a month by then a month by then. Yeah, well, that's what i'm to... saying we'll send we'll send you yeah a, we'll send you a the video and uh if you if we can clip it first if you want to but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Video, and you can clip what you want to out of it if you'd rather do that. Because oh, it'll yeah. be out like a month. Yeah, you We're can really send me a... all on this podcast. <laughs> you could just send me recorded podcast. Yeah, you could just send me like a fifty or sixty second clip, and then I will post it like probably like two days before the episode drops, something like that. Oh yeah, man. Bet, bro. Okay. Appreciate it once again. Thank you so much. For real, it was good to meet you. Oh yeah, man. Just uh, feel free to hit me up anytime on Instagram or anything if y'all want. Definitely got you. I just followed you, so we'll be in touch for yeah. sure. I got my phone on the charger as soon as that bitch down. I'm gonna hit it. <laughs> okay. All right, man. This concludes today' uh, episode, and uh, you you guys have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. You too, man. You too. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. All right, too.